أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الله إلا ما جعلته Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this um, live session. Can you please uh, um, mute your mic? Okay, thank you so much for joining this live session. I am Aladudu Abdusalam. I am a content creator. I am a, um, a business enthusiast and I am a graphic designer. So tonight, by the will of Allah, I am going to be taking you through a session, more like a business session. It's not going to be a session for business owners alone. It is not restricted to business owners alone. It is also for service providers, people who, um, who do not sell a particular physical product, but what they sell is a skill, a certain skill, maybe graphic design, maybe social media management, whatever skill it is. So this session is basically for us all. I hope you have a nice time listening, and I do hope that you are with your pen and a paper. So to get started, I would first like to start with an introduction. And the main reason why, I'm, why I will be starting with, with an introduction is because I am very much certain that in this group currently, we have people who do not have a business yet. We might also have people who are probably planning to start rendering a particular service for people, maybe graphic design service, maybe um, copywriting service, maybe content writing service. Whatever service they might try to be offering, whatever service that is, we are still going to address what pertains to them in this live session. So let's get started. The first thing I would like to address is that as a business owner or as an intending business owner and as a service provider or an intending service provider, one of the things you need to do when you want to venture into a business, one of the things you need to do when you want to um, be providing people with a particular service is to first make your research. This business that you want to venture into, how long do you think you will be able to hold on to the business? Are you just going into the business because a lot of people are now doing business? So you too want to do a business without knowing what the business entails, without knowing the in and out of the business. Are you planning to be rendering services to people because people are also rendering that service? You want to become a graphic designer because almost everyone now are graphic designers. You want to be a content writer because almost everyone are content writers. You want to be a copywriter because almost everyone are copywriters. You want to be a freelancer because almost everyone are freelancers. Why exactly are you opting in for a particular product? Why do you want to be selling a particular product? Why do you want to be um, offering a particular service for people? Are you doing it basically because people are into it as well or do you want to actually do it because you are passionate about it so that is the first thing you need to identify we have a very long way to go so i'm going to be making the introductory parts very short because i believe majority of here majority of us here already have businesses that we run we already have services that we render so that's the first thing identify the reason why you are going into the business when you can establish 
your why. When your why is strong and you know the reason why you are going into the business, you find it very, very hard to pull yourself out of business because thousands of businesses have been created day in, day out. And the next thing you'll find is that when you wake up the next day, most or majority of those businesses, 80% of those businesses are off. They are off the industry already because people do not have what it takes to sustain their business. So we should try as much as possible not to find ourselves in situations like this. And that can only happen when we make proper researches. That can only happen when our reason for going into, into a particular business, when our reason for wanting to render a particular service is strong enough to keep us in the business or is strong enough to keep us in that particular or in that particular field of service. So to talk about when you now, when you've now made a conclusion to render a particular service or to sell a particular product, what you need is branding and positioning. When we are talking about branding, we are talking about how you professionally or strategically introduce your business or, or show your business to people's faces. So with regards to branding, the first part or the first aspect of branding is you choosing a business name. When you want to choose a business name, what I advise most people to do regarding choosing a business name is that they should choose a name that will stand the test of time. By a name that will stand the test of time, I'm talking about a choosing a particular name that is not totally personal to you. A name that ev almost everybody can relate to it. Let's say, for example, let's take for example when Shoprite is mentioned, we all know what they are talking about. When KFC is mentioned, we all know what they are talking about. When item seven is mentioned, we all know what they are talking about. When mega chicken is mentioned, we all know what they are talking about. So choose a particular name that will be so so unique to you that whenever the name is mentioned, the mind of those who who whoever hears the name at that particular time, their mind will go to nobody else their minds will go to no one else except who except you so be unique with whatever name you want to put out there it is very very important be unique with your name with your business name either the name you want to choose for your business or the name you want to choose for your service so be unique with it don't just pick any random name don't pick any random name in fact you you will even be um later in the future you might want to register your business with the CAC. So a whole lot of names get rejected by the CAC. And that is why it is important that you have a name that is unique. And getting a name that, you, that is actually unique for your business is a very simple thing to do. Personally, when I wanted to start my own business, I had to make consultation with like five or six people who were my closest friend. Like those people whom I know that they had business ideas, they know what to, they know the best name, the best of names to suggest for my business. So I have to approach them and tell them I'm having issues with coming up with a business name. What do you suggest that uh, I should give? To, what name do you suggest that I should give to my business? So everyone came on board with the ideas. They suggested several names, and we ended up picking a particular name which stands out and which is so unique today. So I run Mobile Caps Mall. Mobile Caps Mall is um, a business that is majorly centered on um, um, complementing the dresses in men with befitting caps, locally made. So mobile caps mode, the short form for mobile caps mode is MCM. I don't think um, whenever you hear MCM, I think one of the things that will come to your mind is um, 
the thing that will come to your mind when you hear MCM is man coach Monday. That's like the only thing that will come to your mind. That's what that is exactly what will come. That is exactly what will come to your mind. And apart from that, when you hear MCM, the next thing is mobile capsule. So choose a particular name that is unique to you. So I don't want to stress that for that. Then after choosing a name, you get a business identity. When you want to get a business identity, your name is part of your business identity. Another thing that um, give a, gives an identity to your business is your logo. Get a graphic designer, get a professional to work on your business logo for you. Get a professional to work on your business flyer. Your business flyer is what contains the um, the images of, your, of the products that you sell. Or if you are someone who renders a, a service, your business flyer contains the list of services you offer. So after getting a business flyer for yourself, after getting a, a, a logo for yourself, for your business or for your service, then the next thing you need to do is to particularly state your mission, your values, and your offer. As a business owner, you are selling skincare products, for example. So what is your mission for your own business? What is the mission for your business? What are your values? What, what value, what ethics are you running your business upon? What are your offers? What do you offer people? Are you just selling skincare products because all other people are selling skincare products? Because you feel people are making money from skincare products. Are you just selling honey because you feel people are making money from honey? Are you just um, selling, are you just going into um, tailoring because you feel people are making money from tailoring? What are your offers? What are you giving people? What makes you totally different from others? What sets you apart from the crowd? So that is what you need to establish. So you get your statements, your, your mission right, you get your values right, you get your offers right. When you have all these things written down somewhere, you can choose to write them yourself, or you can choose to hire a content writer to do this for you. Hire a content writer, let them know that this is what you are looking at. This is the image of the business that you are trying to project to the public. When you tell them, when you give them a brief regarding the image you want people to see, the image of your business that you want people to see, then what the content writer will do is to actually beautifully and brilliantly help to state your business mission, your business values, and the offer that you are giving towards to your customers. So that is more like the um, introductory part. So now let's move to the main part of our discussion. To move to the main part of our discussion, I would first start with a question. And um, if you are listening to this, I think you should um, just type your reply. It will be it will be okay for you to just type your reply. Whatever reply you want to give to the question that I'm about to ask, just type it and send it to the group. So what I'm going to ask, what I'm about to ask, the question is, what are you selling? What exactly are you selling to people? What are you selling to people? Let me make it simple for you. What are you selling to people? What is your product about? Just give a simple reply. What are you selling? So I'll be expecting your reply. What are you selling? What are you selling? So I think people are having issues with the network. I just got a reply. Someone said home cleaning products. Okay, Limash products, home cleaning products. So people sell a lot of things. People sell 
home cleaning products like someone just mentioned someone mentioned concrete blocks and snails so someone mentioned information so she's selling information maybe she's probably into info products another person will mention another thing we will mention a thousand of things when you ask people what are they selling they are going to give you thousands of reply this is what i am selling i am selling this i am into this i am into that i am into this i am into that but it is not as if that is not what we are selling yes we have a product to sell we have a particular service to render to people but what is the most important thing when it comes to being a business owner the most important thing when it comes to business being a business owner is that you should not be selfish you should not be self-centered when i talk about being selfish when i talk about being self-centered i am trying to let you know that it should not be just about you it should not be just about what you are selling it should be about what do you think your customers want what solution are you providing for your customers so whenever you ask the question that what are you selling what you are meant to give up as an answer is not just i sell this i sell that but rather you give a comprehensive answer and the comprehensive answer should be what should be the solution that you are what that you are trying to sell to people for example if you are into skincare product for example you can say something like i help people to maintain their skin goals i help people to maintain their skin goals and their what and their desire to keep having a fresh skin for life or forever that's just an example that that is the solution that you give that is the solution that you give if you are selling home cleaning product for example you can say something like i help people or i help my customers to keep their own sparkling clean all the time so that is the solution that you are selling so when we sell a product when we render a particular service we are basically selling solutions and that solution that we are selling is what we should put in the faces of people all the time it is what we should put in our sales copy it is what we should put in our videos in our designs all the time so that when people read from us when people read from our business they will be seeing themselves in whatever they are reading and not you yourself when your customers and your prospective customers can see themselves in whatever it is you are putting out they are going to have this feeling that you actually care about them you are not self-centered you are not selfish you are not just after their money you are after what you're after giving them value for their you have to give them value or premium products for the money they want to give you so when next you are asked that what are you selling always note that what you are meant to give us as an answer is that you are selling solution when you ask that what solution are you selling there you mention your business and what those who patronizes you those who buy from you stands to gain when they buy from you so i think that is clear enough that is clear enough so we sell what we sell solutions so you see yourself as a messiah you're offering a solution what you are selling to people is a solution and not necessarily a product your product will bring the solution yes but solution is actually what you are selling so as a business owner whatever it is that you are selling you need to identify every um, single product that you are selling identify your products by their names by their specification know everything that is there to know about the products that you are selling know everything that is there to know about the services that you are rendering to to, to people it is very very sad to get to know that some business owners today do not even know about what they are selling when you ask them questions they are going to ghost on you simply because they do, they do not know what to what to give you as an answer 
they are doing this because a lot of people are into it already. It is very sad that when you meet some service providers today, some people who are self-acclaimed content writers, self-acclaimed copywriters, self-acclaimed graphic designers, if you put questions to them, they are going to find it very, very hard to answer because they are what they are following the crowd. It is not something they are passionate about. And even if you are passionate about something, and you are not working towards perfecting that thing that you are passionate about, you are going to see yourself decreasing in value every time. So when you are being asked about your products, when you are being asked about your services, and you find it very hard to answer, then you should know that you need to do an extensive research regarding what, regarding your business, regarding your business industry, or regarding the what, the creative services that you are providing to people. So with that being said, one of the things you also, you also need to know is that as a business owner, you can sell online crazily. You can get to eat your sales target. You can get to meet your sales target when you do the right thing. One of the right things to do is that you build an online presence. We are all online to sell our, our, our businesses, to sell our products, to sell our services. But how are we trying to build our online presence? How really are we trying to create a kind of audience for ourselves that will keep coming back whenever they need the products that we sell? How do we create a kind of audience that will keep coming back whenever they need the services that we offer? So the first thing you need to do is to know that publicity is important for your business. You must be able to put out your business, to put out the details of your business, to put out your business offers, to put out your business solutions every time, all the time. Like I always tell people that you show up every day, no matter what, um, what no matter how hard you, 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 you find it, no matter how hard it seems, you have to show up every day. Even if it's just a single post that you are going to make, even if it's just a single advertisement that you are going to make for that day, just make sure that you show up. So you intensify your publicity as a business owner. And when we are talking about intensifying publicity, it means that you are going to use some platforms. We have several social media platforms. We have WhatsApp, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have Facebook. As a business owner who is just trying to, to, to crawl his or her way to success, we know that we are going to find it very hard to actually leverage on all the opportunities on those social media platforms. Because as business owners who are just starting out, we are our, some people, they are their own graphic designer, they are their own content writer, they are their own marketer, they are their own delivery man. They do everything, almost everything regarding the business, they do it themselves. So how do you now want to build an online presence? The best advice I do give people is that when, when, whenever you want to build an online presence for your business as a business owner, you have to um, make it more like of um, taking baby steps. If you want to be an online presence, a very huge and large online presence, take it as if you are taking baby steps. Identify a particular platform that you want to use first, then make sure you leverage on the opportunities on that platform. After having leveraged on the opportunity of that platform and you see that you've already been able to go an audience base or a customer base on that platform, then you move to another platform again and what? and leverage on the opportunity on that particular platform as well. Let me give you an example. If you are just starting out as a business owner, you can start with WhatsApp. You can start with WhatsApp and leverage on the opportunities of, on WhatsApp. Use WhatsApp broadcast, use WhatsApp groups, use your WhatsApp statuses to draw customers for yourself. 
we are going to talk about how you what how you leverage on the social media platforms as we go on so if you are leveraging on whatsapp for example you have to make sure that your statuses are not just for viewing pleasures alone you are a business owner so all the time you must mean business i'm still going to talk about the things you are meant to put on your status but just know that as a business owner who is truly serious with business as a business owner who wants to build an empire and not just someone who wants to sell because he wants to eat breakfast lunch and dinner you have to take your whatsapp very serious you have to build your audience on whatsapp you have to keep building your contact list on whatsapp do not let any day slip you by without having to increase your whatsapp contact list and the way to increase it is it, it, quite easy one of the ways to increase your contact list is that you have to leverage on the opportunities in groups make sure that you request for people to add you to groups that are productive for you as a business owner there are several groups on whatsapp that are meant for fashion designers alone there are several groups on whatsapp that are meant for gra graphic designers alone there are several groups on, on whatsapp that are meant for people who bake cakes alone there are several groups on whatsapp that are meant for people who do several businesses they have their own particular group so as a business owner you need to get to infiltrate those groups and when you infiltrate those groups what you are expected to do as a business owner is not to go to those groups and start spamming them with messages and start sending messages that are not even asked for unsolicited messages what you are expected to do is to contribute to the growth of the group what you are expected to do is that whenever conversations are going on if you do not have anything to say they comment the efforts of those who are actually saying something or you contribute your own quota by saying something intelligent by saying something that people will benefit from and when you say something that people find very very beneficial they are going to message you up they are going to what they are going to try to build a, some sort of connection with you and that is when you start what you start increasing the number of people on your list you can actually take it on yourself as well to message anyone who makes a, a good contribution on the group and from there you build a list you just don't message anybody people do it a lot when they are added to a group they go to the group contact list and they message everyone on the group i am hello i am so so, so from so, so, so group i found your number i would like to have in my whatsapp contact list i think that is a very wrong way to build a list that is a very wrong way to build a list because you end up having people who are not productive on your whatsapp list you end up having people who do not even have any interest in whatever it is you have to offer on your list. And that's why you, are, you need to have like minds on your WhatsApp list. So that is it. Use your WhatsApp status. You use your uh, WhatsApp group. You leverage on the opportunities in WhatsApp group. So if you are able to build a customer base on WhatsApp, which you are going to keep building every day, day in, day out, then as a business owner who is just starting out, who is just growing, you move to another platform. Let's take Facebook, for example. So when you move to Facebook, there are several opportunities on Facebook that you can as well leverage on. You can start with your own timeline, your Facebook timeline. You post your business on your, on your timeline. You share the post, your post, your business post on your timeline, you share it to your Facebook story, where it will get shown to hundreds of people, hundreds of contacts, and people can get to know about your business that way. You can as well create a page for your business on Facebook. When you create a page for your business on Facebook, the same thing that you are posting on your timeline, post it on that page. And when you share it out, people will like the page. And as time goes on, your page begins to grow. Then one of the 
one of the biggest way to earn from Facebook as a business owner and to leverage on the opportunity of on Facebook as a business owner is through Facebook groups. It will interest you to note or to even know that there are several groups on Facebook that people who are going to buy from you are hiding. There are hundreds, hundreds of groups on Facebook, thousands of groups on Facebook that people who sell clothes are in. It is majorly for those who sell clothes. There are groups for people who bake cakes. There are groups for people who are tailors. In fact, I once saw a group on Facebook, Abba Market Sellers or something. So when you search for names on Facebook, when you search for names of group on Facebook, you are going to see very, very weird names. Weird, weird names that are actually useful for you as a business owner. So one of the ways to now leverage on the opportunity that this group provides for you as a business owner is that there's something that is called a pitch. A pitch is more like a message that you are sending to someone, a prospect, telling them about what you can do for them. I used to do this a lot on Facebook. When I search for a particular Facebook group that I want, well, let's say, for example, as a graphic designer that I am, I now search for a Facebook group with the name Bakers in Elongi, referring to people who bake cakes in Elongi. Or I search for a Facebook group with the name Clothes Sellers in Elongi, as an example. So when I get when I get to the group, the group, and I get to the group, I send a request for them to add me as part of their members. And when the request, request gets accepted, one of the things I do on that group is to follow the conversation one after the other. I follow the conversation. I follow people who are posting their, um, the products of their pictures. I follow people who are talking about the orders they need, what they want to buy from people. Then I message these people one after the other. I greet them, then I send my pitch. I'm going to send a sample of one of the things I, I always send to people on Facebook when I see them in Facebook groups. I'm going to send the sample of graphic design. I message, I do message people on Facebook telling them that I am a graphic designer and this is how I can come in to help their business. So um, I, I am about sending it in now, I are going to see it. So you message people, you send them a pitch, and in your pitch, you are going to state your name, you are going to state what you do, and you are going to state how you can come in to help their business. How you can come in to help their business. So that's it. So once you get the message, just let me know, read through it and drop a comment. This is this is one of the samples of the messages I do send to people. So um, you can tweak it to suit your own taste of whatever it is you want to send to them. You can, you can twist it to suit your own brand, to suit um, your offer. So for example, with this particular one, I, I sent it majorly to some of the members of Fabrics in Abag Group. If you search for the name, you are going to find it on Facebook. You are going to find it on Facebook. So you send pitches like this to people. You send pitches like this to people who you want to offer a particular set, who you want to give a particular product to, or allow, make them hire you for a particular service. So that's how to do it. You just don't sit and expect people to come and meet you where you are. No, it's, it's not going to work that way. You are an entrepreneur, and we know that entrepreneurship is very, very hard. So when you want to sell your product, when you want people to hire you for a particular service, you have to go to them. And the best way to go to them is to introduce yourself professionally. It is to tell them 
what you have to give them, what they'll be benefiting from what, from buying from you as a business owner, or what they will be benefiting from hiring you as a service provider. So I hope that is gotten enough. So that is how to leverage majorly on the opportunities on social media platforms. This is not only restricted or this is not only limited to Facebook. The same way you can send this speech on Facebook is the same way you can send this speech on WhatsApp. The same way you can send this speech on WhatsApp is the same way you can send this this particular pitch on Twitter. You can do so on Instagram. You can do so on LinkedIn. So any way you want to do it, just make sure that you are reaching out to people and you are telling them this is what you have to offer. This is the product you have to you want to sell for them. Some of them will take it. Some of them will not take it. But what is most important to you is that you are reaching out, you are extending your customer base, and you are trying to get new clients as a service provider. So let's move on from that. And another thing is that when you are leveraging on the opportunities this platform provides for you, what you need to know is that there's something called engagement. Engagement is you following other people and trying to um, keep up with their posts. When someone posts something, you like the post, you drop a comment on the post. When you do this on social media, you get noticed most of the time. So, and when you start getting noticed, people start taking interest in you. And when people start taking interest in you, they will begin to take interest in the things you do. And that is why when you read the post and you actually like the post, you should drop a comment for whoever the poster is. A comment like, thank you. A comment like, I find this very resourceful. A comment like, this is nice, mm, interesting. Comments like that are very good. You can do that on Instagram, on WhatsApp groups, on Facebook groups, on Facebook pages, and what have you. They are one of the ways to engage people in a, a, an intelligent and a brilliant way as a service um, provider and as a business owner. So that is it about leveraging on what on the opportunities that the social media um, platform presents to us. So when I think we should move on to um, marketing our products properly now. So as a business owner or as a service provider, how do you market your what? How do you market your products? How do you sell yourself to people as a service provider? How do you tell people that this is what you do? People make a whole lot of mistake by introducing themselves the wrong way. People make a whole lot of mistake by trying to tell others that this is what they do. They do it in the wrong way. So for example, we we have them on our list. People will say, come and buy what I am selling. I have not eaten since last month. I have not eaten since last week. No, this is a very wrong way to work. This is a very wrong way to introduce yourself. As a business owner, as a service provider, you need to know that people are not really swayed by videos anymore. They are not really swayed by images anymore. They know that people now have digital cameras to take beautiful pictures of their products. They know that people now have digital cameras to make beautiful videos of themselves and lie to others. What exactly are you going to tell them? What exactly do you want them to see from you that will convince them to actually buy your product or to hire you for a particular service? What do you think will set you apart from others who are just doing business for the fun of it? So you don't go and tell people that come and buy what I am selling. I have not eaten since last week. I have not eaten since last month. Nobody cares about that. What you need to do is to what is to actually put out the right content. When you upload a particular um, picture of your product, tell people about that product. 
tell people the benefits the products will give them. Tell people what they will be um, benefiting from buying the products. If you are making advertisement regarding a particular service you offer, tell people how you are going to go about making sure that their demands are met. Tell people how you are going to solve their problem with your design skills. Tell people how you are going to solve their problem with your content writing skills. Tell people how you are going to solve your problem, how, how, you, are going, how you are going to solve their problem, their sales target problem, their customer, um, they want, those who want to increase their customers. How are you going to solve their problem as a graphic designer? How do you intend to solve their problem as a content writer? These are the things you need to tell them. They do not want to know from you whether you have eaten since last year or you've not eaten since yesterday. They don't want to know. So when you upload pictures of your products, put beautiful captions. Put beautiful captions. For example, if you are someone who bake cakes, for example, you can talk about how special your cakes are, the extra effort you put into baking your cake, the method you use, the special method you use in baking your own cake. If you are someone who makes yogurt, Tell them about how special your yogurts are, how thick your yogurts are, the special effort you take, the, uh, the extra effort it takes you to bring your yogurt to perfection. These are part of the things people want to read under your captions. You don't want to read things that will make them feel like you are not serious about business. You don't want to read things that will make them feel like you do not know what you are doing. No, they don't want to read things like that. And that is why it is important, and that is why it is important for you to to learn how to write. That's why it is important to actually learn how to write. Because when one doesn't know how to write, that is when you see them writing things that do not even conform with what their audience wants. So that is the first thing when it comes to marketing. Do not put out big uh, uh, um, advertisement methods. Do not tell people that you are hungry. Do not tell them that they have to buy from you because you are the best. Tell them why you are the best. Tell them why you are totally different from others. Then another thing is show up every day. If you want to be a real business owner, someone who wants to make it in the business world, you have to let people see you all the time. You have to let people see you all the time. For example, I read from Aki Alabi. He said that as a business owner, we know that we are not machines. We are meant to rest whenever we are tired, but we must not let our business rest. Because once your business rests, uh -huh. That means you are not making money anymore. And once you are not making any money anymore, there's no way you are going to, there's no way your mind is going to be at rest. You only get to rest when there is money. When there's no money, your mind will not be at rest. So it is important for you to what? To put things in place that will keep your business running. You have to show up every day, like I said earlier. Even if it is just a single status that you post, post that status. When you post the status, it will actually let people know that you are still in business. To actually let people know that you are serious about whatever it is you want to do. So that is the second thing. When you show up every day, people get to see from you. Whoever, even if they do not want to buy on that particular day, whenever they want to buy and they go straight to your status, they know they are going to see something. If they intend to buy on a particular day and they do not see your status, they are going to move to the next business owner who sells the same product as yourself. But when they see you every day, they are going to have this kind of feeling that, I think I should buy from this person. This person is trying enough. You know. So that's the second thing. The third thing when it comes to marketing yourself and your business effectively is that you should choose quality products all the time. We now live in the age of social, social media whereby people can, can actually shatter your reputation at the push of a button. 
at the click of a button. They can shatter your reputation. And that's why it is important to promise to when you that when you it is important that when you promise to give people a particular product and they are expecting to get a premium product, a quality product from you, it is important that you deliver that quality product that you've promised them. Don't deliver something else. Do not ever let them catch you in the what you ordered versus what you got trapped. If you know you are um, selling inferior product to people, let them know that this particular product that you want to buy is the inferior one. It, it is the inferior one. But we have the superior products. We have a quality that is more, much better than this. And this is the amount that it will cost you. You don't collect people's money and end up disappointing them with whatever it is you are going to deliver. So it is very, very wrong to do so. So when you deliver quality products, you are helping your marketing. Because whoever, whoever buys from you is definitely going to refer you to another person. And even if they, if they do not refer you with their word of mouth, your product is going to speak for you. If you sell clothes, for example, if you sell Adirek clothing, for example, like I have a friend of mine, Solap, you know, who sells Adirek clothing. If you sell Adirek clothing, for example, and your clothing are original enough, even if people do not tell others that this is where I got my Adirek clothing from, whoever knows original product and can feel original product will, will be tempted to ask you that, guy, where did you get this thing from? So that is it. That is, one, that is the reason why you should actually, you should actually give quality product to people. Apart from the fact that they might be tempted to ask people where they got their quality product from, if they see them putting on something that is not of a good quality, that is the same way they will, they will, they will still um, ask them that, where did you buy this rubbish shirt from? Look at how this shirt is fading. Now. Look at how this shirt is. It is not even good. Who told you that this shirt is quality enough? So these are the kind of things that people will say, and you will not in any way be expecting that, that they would say something like that. So one of the best way to actually market your product and services is that you should not spam people. Do not send people unsolicited messages. And that is the point where I have to note that uh, when you want to use WhatsApp broadcast, use your WhatsApp broadcast effectively. Do not just add anybody or everybody to your WhatsApp group. If you a WhatsApp broadcast, if you want to create a WhatsApp broadcast and you want to put people in the broadcast list, let them know beforehand that you would like to add them to a broadcast list. Seek their consent. When you do not seek their consent and you are just sending messages to them, those messages are unsolicited. They are spam messages and you deserve whatever it is that people do to you. If they block your number, you deserve it because you are invading on their privacy without seeking their consent. So when you want to market your products or you want to market the, um, your services, Make sure you seek people's content, and that will go a long way in helping you making your sales and in helping you getting um, new customers for your business. Because when people put up the pictures of your products on their status, they might get the people or two who are interested in their own list, and that adds new customers to your list. So it is important that you seek their consent and you do not what and you do not spam them. Another thing that you should note is that destructive marketing does not help you in any way. People tend to make money by disrupting other people's, other people's um, business. For example, it is very, very wrong of you to actually upload a picture of your own product and say something like, uh, Lagwaja sells this particular clothes for 6,000 Naira, or you can buy it from me for 2,000 Naira. It is very wrong to say something like that. We are on social media. People can choose to buy whatever they like. 
at any price that they like. If they feel that the person is not scamming them, if they feel like they are getting quality from the person, so be it. The same quality product that you are selling for 6,000 Naira, when you go to another place, they are selling it at an higher price, at an higher rate than that, than that amount. So it all depends on how you see yourself. It all depends on how you position yourself online. When you position yourself for high ticket customers, for high ticket clients, you are going to be paid hugely than someone who just wants to sell for, for ordinary people. So it is important that even when you are trying to sell your own product, do not pull other down in the process. Don't upload a picture of your product and say, um, I know someone who sells this for 12,000 euros, but I can sell it for you for 3,000 euros. No, you don't need to do that. Just tell them why you are different. Tell them what you are offering that is totally different from others. Tell them what sets you apart from people who are running the same business as you. And you make your sales and you keep your customers. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as that. So um, that is it on the marketing part. Then to move on, one of the most important things that you need to know as a business owner is what is called content. When we are talking about content, we are basically talking about what you aid the marketing of your products or your services with. When we are talking about content, we are talking about the information you put out to people. If you run your business on WhatsApp, if you run your business on Instagram, if you run your business on Facebook, how do you stay consistent with your post all the time? How do you stay, stay consistent with your post? You know, I told you to show up every day. How would that be possible? You want to show up, but people do not buy your products. How will you show up? You want to show up, but you do not have new stock. How will you show up? You want to show up, but you have issues with what with getting new customers. How will you show up? So there's something called content. And when you know what content is all about, you are going to find it very, very easy to show up as a business owner or as a service provider every day. So content are the things you give to your world, to give to your audience, your customers, or your intending or prospective customers to consume. So we have, particularly, we have three types of content. We have um, problem realization content, we have educational content and we have entertaining content. I hope you get that. Program realization content, educational content, and entertaining content. So as a business owner or as a service provider, you need to know this type of content. And you need to know how to use them in order to scale your business goal. So problem realization content are um, those kind of content that you bring your audience's problem into light. You state the particular problem that they are having, and you tell them what is wrong with what with them. For example, a doctor can tell people who are passionate about weight loss how people who want to take a weight loss journey, people who are fat and they want to reduce their weight, he can tell them why they will never be able to reduce their weight. He will give them the reasons. For example, you eat late at, mid at midnight, you take junks, you do this, you do that. That is problem realization content. He's, he's telling them the problem that they have, but he's not going to provide the solution. He's not going to tell them that, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that, no. Problem realization content are basically content that you just tell them that this is the problem that you have. You tell them the problem that, that they have. For example, someone who is a graphic designer can just post on his status and, and say, this is why people are not making money as business owners. They have poor, they, they, are, they do not have logo 
they did not take beautiful pictures of, of their products, they do not have good flyers. You can just take stuff like that, and it's not going to tell them the solution to all those things. So those are problem realization content. Educational content, the second type of content, are basically content that educates your audience on a particular subject matter. So this type of content, they take this type of content takes your customers or your intended customers from their state of doubt to their state of clarity. So if you are following big brands on Instagram, if you are following big brands on Facebook, this is what they do all the time. This is what they do all the time. They post educational content, content that people will benefit from. They post tutorials, they post news, they post um, um, business tips from around the world. These are basically educational contents. So when they post all these educational contents for people, those who follow them, those who are their customers, are going to enjoy going through those posts. They are going to enjoy dropping comments when they find the content beneficial. So that's the second type of content. You educate your audience, tell them about something new, maybe a particular new scheme out pertaining to your business industry. Share it on your status, tell people about it. Maybe a particular business grant came out and you want people to apply for it, particular scholarship, put it on your status, let people know of new opportunities. Do not be selling your business all the time. And I will tell you why as we proceed. So that is the second type of content. Then the last type of content is entertaining content. So entertaining content. Entertaining content are basically content that um, gives amusement to your audience, your customers, your prospective customers. If you have a Facebook, um, a Facebook page for your business, an Instagram page for your business, or you, you majorly run your business on WhatsApp, you can also create entertaining content for your audience. Maybe you downloaded a skit on Instagram, you put, on, you put the skit on your status. Just a 30 second skit or a minute skit that will take two, two status on WhatsApp, two status slides on WhatsApp. Maybe you saw a meme on Twitter or a meme on, on Instagram, you upload that meme and you are basically entertaining your words, your audience with that particular content that you've uploaded. So content are not just writings. Content can be a video content, it can be a picture, it can be an illustration. So anything that entertains your audience, you can also put it up for them as a form of entertainment. But do not make it the most of the things. Do not turn your, your, your WhatsApp to a, a TV. Do not turn it to a place where people are going to be watching the latest kid, the latest comedy all the time. No, you are just going to do this in order to what? In order to show up all the time, to show up, to be able to show up every day. You entertain them, you educate them, and you let them be aware of a particular problem that they are having. So if you are able to create content around these three types of content that I've mentioned, you are going to find it very, very easy to what? To come up on social media, to show up on social media every day. So it is getting this content is very free because you can get content online. When you read people's posts on Facebook, you get idea of the kind of content you can give to your audience. So for example, if you are someone who sells honey, you are a beekeeper, you go to your bee farm all the time. So, and as you are scrolling through your Facebook timeline, you saw someone who posted something about getting stung by a bee today. He said he was stung by a bee. When you read the post, stung by a bee, and you are a beekeeper, you sell honey, and you know honeys are gotten from bees, 
So you now took a screenshot of the person's post and you, you took it to your status. Then when you upload, uh, you now upload the particular screenshot on your status and you type, you, you tell people about how they can actually protect, protect themselves from being stung by bees. So you are what? You are educating them. These are the kind of content that you can put out. So you can get your content idea from YouTube, can get it from um, podcasts, from audios that you listen to, maybe a particular business podcast. You can get it from a course that you are learning. Maybe you, you are taking an online course, and in that particular course, they mention something that strikes you so much, and you decide to share it with the public. As a business owner, as a service provider, when you share something, you are basically what educating, enlightening your, your, your audience. So it is those are one of the ways to keep yourself in business. That is what that is through content. Then another way to keep yourself in business to show up every day with gas content is also to sell with stories. When we are talking about selling with stories, we are um, basically talking about selling your product and selling your services with stories that are personal to you, stories that are personal to you as a business owner, stories that are personal to you as a service provider. For example, behind the scenes are things you can talk about. When you upload a picture of um, someone who bake cakes, for example, can take a video of herself walking behind the scene, upload the video, and put some captions. Captions like, when I was baking cake, I had this issue. Um, I couldn't make, I couldn't get my flour on time. When I got to the market, the woman who supplies me flour, the woman who supplies flour for me actually came late and it, and it sort of delayed my delivery today. So behind the scenes stories, you can tell people those kind of stories. Delivery stories, the issues you had with your delivery man, the issues we had with the delivery agency before they came around, how you met with your new customer that you, you've always or you've always longed to meet. You made a delivery by yourself and you happen to, to see your customer and you had a nice chat and all that. You can say these things as captions. You can put these things as captions to your words, to your uploads. Don't just put up pictures, don't just upload the picture without caption. Just don't just upload videos without caption. Tell stories in your caption. Tell them your struggles in your caption. Tell them how it takes you to make a particular product. Tell them the stress it takes you to arrive at writing a perfect um, content. Tell them the stress it takes you to arrive at designing a brilliant or an exceptional flyer as a graphic designer. So tell stories when you put up pictures of your products or of your services. When you put up videos of your products or of yourself or your services, do not just leave your uh, customers or your prospect hanging. Say something beautiful. Say something captivating. Put something interesting that they want to read. Don't just put up a video. Don't just put up a picture and let them go that way. No, put a caption and let the caption be a bit long. Let them read, let them benefit from whatever it is you are putting there. So that is about content. But one thing I would like to say before moving on to probably the last part of, of this session is that when you are putting out content for your customers, when you are putting out content for your prospective customers, you must note one thing. And that thing that I'm about to say is the rule of content when it comes to business uh, um, businesses. And that rule of content is that 80% of what you put out should be educating, entertaining, or letting your customers realize a particular problem that they have as a business owner. Do not be centered on selling, 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 selling all the time. 
you have to be after educating your customers you have to be after saving your customers by letting them realize particular problems that they have and you have to be after creating amusement for your customers through entertainment so only 20 percent of whatever you put up online is going to be selling your product and services only 20 percent the other 80 percent are going to be basically serving your audience with information this is because when you use the 80 percent to serve your audience with information you will find it very very easy to come online every day to talk about your business every day to show up every day but when you use 80 percent to only talk about your business that means you find it very very hard to come online on some days on days that you do not get any customers you are going to find it very hard to come online to put up anything on your status on days that you've run out of stock you are going to find it very very hard to come online and put something on your status because you are not prepared to tell your audience anything that is it you start having problems people will start seeing seldomly seeing you online they will start asking about you around they will start moving to people who are in the same business line as you and start buying from them because you care about talking to them only when you want to sell and that's another thing that we do as business owners that is very wrong it is very wrong to sell to people only when you are trying to to it's very wrong to talk to people only when you are trying to sell something so do not talk to your audience when you want to sell alone you should not be someone that people will know for the fact that they only see your status when you have new stock new stock is available come and buy no entertain them educate them let them be aware of a particular problem that they have and how they can solve it then when you put up pictures of new products that you have they'll be very very eager to either buy from you or refer someone to buy from you so do not show up only when you want to sell something let people see you around all the time let people see that you are genuinely concerned about their goal all the time so i think that is it then the last part that we are going to address is basically customer relationship management one of the ways to keep yourself in business as a business owner one of the ways to sustain your business as a business owner is that you must know how to relate with your customers it is very very important to know how to relate with your customers number one one of the ways to relate to your customer is that you have to build a home for your customers and this is it is actually very easy to build a home for your customers on whatsapp the way you can build a home for your customers on whatsapp is through whatsapp broadcast list so if you run a business you can create a broadcast list just for your customers on whatsapp alone by customers, I mean people who are buying from you. People who are buying from you, or people who have actually bought something from you, you create a separate broadcast list for them. For my own business, I have a separate broadcast list for my customers who are females, and I have a separate broadcast list for my customers who are males. I will tell you the reason why. So when you build a, a list for them, these are you are going to do. Each time anyone buys a product from you, always make sure that you thank them for their patronage when you thank them for their patronage you are now going to ask them that you have a special list for your customers on whatsapp and it's a broadcast list it is what it's a broadcast list would they like you to add them to that list always ask that question when they are when they are answering that yes they want to be added to the list you now add them to the list so you have these customers on your list. When you have these customers on your list, it will be very easy for you to retarget them whenever you have any new stock. 
Whenever you have any new offer, it will be very, very easy for you to what to sell to them because you already have them on your list. But don't put them on your list alone without carrying them along in your business processes. For example, my own business, every Monday, I send out mails to my customers. By mails, I do not mean emails. I mean WhatsApp messages. Every Monday, I send out a motivational message to my customers in that podcast that I've created for them. So... So sorry about the network. So they already know that on Mondays, they are going to receive a message from me. And that is what? That is building a list for them. You already have them in a list and they will be expecting your message. But whenever you want to send them messages, do not make it um, a concurrent message. Do not make it a message that will be sending all the time. It might result into you spamming your customer. Some of them might not be interested. Or just send them a message at a particular point in time. Pick a particular day of the week that you are going that they are going to be seeing messages from you. Keep them updated on your services. Keep them updated on, on your new products. That is one. Customer relationship management. When you do that, you are sort of trying to manage your relationship with your customers. You are not turning them to allots, to prostitutes, whom you just have a nightstand with, and that is it. No, you are trying to build an empire. Remember, you are trying to build an empire. You are trying to build a business that will stand the test of time. So it will be very, very bad for you to just um, sell products to a particular person and dump the person after having sold your products to them. It is very wrong. Keep a customer list. Big businesses do these things too. They have an email list for their customers. If you buy anything from Jumia today, Jumia is going to be sending you emails till you die. If you buy anything from Konga today, Konga is going to be sending you emails till you die. You buy anything from Alibaba today, Alibaba is going to be sending you emails, you die. From Amazon, big businesses, they do these things. So as small business owners, if you do not have the capacity to build an email list, to actually send people real emails, then why not create a broadcast list and put your customers in them? Let them be getting messages from you. That's number one. Number two, it is very, very important for you to follow up on customers' requests. When someone messages you to ask for a particular product or to ask, to ask for a particular service, or you are even having business communication, the person has agreed to, to buy from you, but they ghosted, they are not replying your messages again. It's very important for you to go back to them. People make the mistake of leaving money on the table for their business counterparts by not following up on customers' requests. When you do not follow up on customers' requests, customers are definitely going to take your money elsewhere because they are in need of your product. Some of them might have actually forgotten, some of them might have actually forgotten that they want to buy from you. So it is important for you as a business owner to remind them of their request, to remind them that they promised to buy or they actually messaged you regarding a particular product. I'm going to, one of the ways to um, follow up on customers' requests is to message them and let them know that you have a pending discussion. You have a pending transaction that you've not completed. I have a, a model that I use for my customers. So depending on the kind of person they are, if, if I am talking to a woman, I address them as ma. Normally, if I'm talking to a man, I address them as <clears throat> sir. If I'm talking to a Muslim, I start the message with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If I'm talking to someone who is not a Muslim, I greet them the normal way, good morning or good afternoon or good evening. So 
I am I, right now I'll be sending one of the models I do use for my customers when I want to check up on them, when I want to follow up on a conversation. And this has been working for me all the time. This is one. This is another one. So when when you um okay, this is another one. So when you follow up on your customers' request, they are going to know the reason, they are going to tell you the reason why they are not actually getting in touch. For example, the first one made me know that he, he has not been online all day. So he found it very hard to actually reach out to me. So when I reached out to him, it was after reaching out to him that we concluded the deal, that, that I actually see the deal and made a, uh, and he made a purchase. The second person told me that he, she was no longer interested in the car, that she was no longer interested, interested in the product I wanted to sell. Because the reason why she was not interested in was that she wanted to buy cap for me and she intended to buy it for someone as a present, as a gift. But probably maybe the person wanted something else. So she decided to get something else instead of the cap. So when I reached out to her regarding <clears throat> our conversation, our last conversation, that we have a pending transaction, she made me know that she's no longer going to get it because she has gotten something else for the person. So these are one of the this this is like one of the ways you can actually reach out to your customers. You can actually keep up with your conversation. Do not leave your money on the table. When someone says I'll get back to you, it is not as if they do not want to buy from you. Some people might actually not want to buy. They might actually not be interested in buying again. But not everyone who says I will get back to you is not going to buy from you. So please let us note that as business owners and let us change our mindset that going forward. We are going to be what? We are going to be following our customers' requests for our products. We are going to be following our, our clients' requests or um, prospective clients' requests for any of our services. So also, one of the ways to, this is number one model. So you greet them, you remind them that you have a pending, what, a pending transaction. Another way to actually um to actually uh, follow up people's requests is to ask them a question when you ask them a question regarding the particular pending transaction that you have with them regarding a particular product or a particular service that they want from you the answer that they give will let you know whether they are still interested in the product or in the service or not i'm going to send you another message now which will tell you the second model that I do use for people. And this model works just like the first model as well. So the message is this. Check your message, you're going to get it now. Yeah, I'll get back to you, it should not be the end of the discussion, thank you. So this is another model. You, you say the normal greeting, good evening, sir, good afternoon, ma, and like that. You ask them how they are doing. Then you tell them that this is a remind you of so and so. And you should always end the message with, or have you given up on getting X, Y, Z? Have you given up on getting this? Have you given up on getting that? Have you given up on getting the five liters of honey you said? Have you given up on getting a new Adira shirt that we discussed about the other time? So once they read the message, have you given up? It will trigger something in their abilities. The question is psychological. We, as humans, we hate to let others tell us that we've given up on something. 
we aim to let people actually put it to our face that we are giving up. When people say that you are giving up, they are basically saying that you are lazy. They are basically saying that you are a coward. So when you ask that question, it will trigger them to what? To give you a particular answer. So when I asked this person if he has given up on that particular discussion that we had, he said, I am sorry. I don't have all the requested details and I'm a bit wary of giving those details, like my NIN. So if someone tells you something like this, you should know that the person is um, confused or skeptical about what to do. So it is important for you as a business owner to lift them from their state of doubt to their state of clarity. Uh, you clarify some things for them, you let them know that they are in safe hands, you let them, if it is regarding a particular service, if it is regarding a product, you let them know or you reinstate it for them that you are not going to supply a product of a, 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 an inferior quality to them. You are going to give them a standard product and a product of what? Of a good um, quality. So that is what, that is one of the ways to keep up with your customers as part of the customer uh, customer relationship management strategy. You what? The follow-up game is very, what? It is very, very important. So apart from that, one of the things you need to do to keep up with your customers and to manage your relationship with your customers is that you should care about what they care about. You should what? You should care about what they care about. Um, we might have all read this book. It was written. Um, it was written by Dale Carnegie. It is what it, the book was written by Dale Carnegie. How to make friends and influence people. One of the things Carnegie said in his book was that as human beings, we always have this um, feeling, this innate desire in us to feel important. We want people to make us feel so important about ourselves. We want people to see us as people who are important. So as a business owner, it is very, very important for you to make your customers or your prospective customers feel important. One of the ways to do that is to care about the things they care about. For example, if you are, if you are someone who sees your um, customer statuses all the time, you view their statuses all the time. Make sure that you always drop a comment on their status. If, for example, your customer posts that um, they like plantain or they love cats or something similar, whatever their likes and dislikes, always make it a point of what? A point of conversation to talk about that thing. If you see them upload the picture of their cat one day, just comment on the picture that I love your cat. Your cat looks beautiful. Your cat is nice. If you, if you probably saw a picture of, um, you are probably going through Instagram and you saw a picture of a delicious rice spiced with plantain all over its sides, just take a screenshot of that picture and send it, send it to them. Say something like, I saw this on Instagram today and I thought of sharing it with you since you are a, a, a lover of plantain. When you say things like this, you are basically creating a connection between you and them. You are making you are making your relationship so personal and they will find it very, very easy to trust you. They will find it very, very easy to buy from you. So that is one of the ways to keep what, to keep relationship with your customers. It is one of the best customer relationship management technique that can never go wrong. Then the final thing I'll be saying regarding customer relationship management is that you should always personalize their message. If you are speaking with your customer, always try to personalize their message. And that was the point I was trying to make. When I told you that I have a separate list for the men and women on my list, who are my customers. So a broadcast list was, de was ded I dedicated to the female. Another broadcast list I dedicated to the males. 
the ones for the female whenever i want to send a message i'll be i i, I will actually send a message to all the females but i'm going to start the message with for example good morning ma so when the messages uh, goes out when the messages um, get sent it is going to like whatsapp is going to deliver the message to like a hundred um females and everyone will be saying good morning ma good morning ma when they see good morning ma they will feel as if the message was personalized they will feel like the message was what was personalized to them the same way for the men good morning sir good morning sir good morning sir they will feel the message was personalized they will feel like you are addressing them directly so when this happens you are going to find it very very what very very easy to what to create a kind of bond with them do not make the mistake of adding the customer's name in a broadcast list just like yeah just like someone said now don't address mrs Bimpe as mr Bimpe. and that will open that will that will happen when you do not separate your broadcast list when you have females and male in the same broadcast list and you mistakenly send good morning ma ah you are in problem because people who are who are males are going to receive the good morning ma messages and you are you are basically telling them that you don't know what you are doing as a business owner so it is important that you separate your what you separate your podcast so these things that we have stated if we are able to follow all this very strictly i see no reason why we should not be making sales as business owners i see no reasons why our customer base should not be increasing as business owners to make a recap it is very important that we position ourselves for opportunities that the social platform social media platforms are presenting us on whatsapp on facebook on telegram on instagram on twitter always make sure that you reach out to people who are in the same industry as you always make sure that you look for people who want your products who are in need of your services and try to pitch them try to send them a personalized message a message in their inbox telling them what you can do telling them the the, the uh, value you possess also Try as much as possible to build an online presence for yourself by intensifying publicity for your business or for your service. Take your choice of platform one by one. Start with one platform, finish that platform, and move to another platform to grow your audience on that particular platform. Do not be growing all the platforms at the same time because you are going to find it very, very hard to do. You are just starting out as a business owner. You are your own graphic designer. You are your own content writer. You are your, you are your own marketer. You are your own delivery man. You find it very hard to um, leverage on all the opportunities on all the social media platforms. So take baby steps, take the platforms one by one, create your customer base on WhatsApp, then move to Facebook. Create it on Facebook, then move to Instagram. Away from that, do your marketing. Let your marketing game be top notch. Do not scam people, do not upload pictures of your products or videos of your product process without good captions. Never tell people that you are hungry, that you've not eaten since last year. Do not tell them that they should come and buy what you are selling. Rather, put captions that are enticing, captions that are captivating, captions that speaks about your brand value, captions that tells the story of your business struggle. Those are the type of captions that are going to sell your products. Those are the type of captions that are going to sell your services. Also, it is important that you manage your relationship properly with your customers. Do not leave your customers on red. Follow up customers' requests by notifying them that you have a pending business discussion that you've not yet or that you've not yet closed. Personalize their messages and care about the, the things they want that your customers care about. I believe if all these things are noted and if all these things are religiously followed, you are going to have a very what 
a very good time managing our businesses. We are going to have a very good time sustaining our businesses. Remember, what we plan on building is an empire. We do not have a business just to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We want it to be something that will be sustainable for years on end. We are trying to build a business that even after our death, it is still going to continue. On a final note, it is very, very important to let you know that the journey of entrepreneurship is a very lonely journey and a very hard journey. There are times when you feel so down. There are times when you, you wake up with a, a, a hundred thousand in your account and the next morning you have zero in your account. Please, let us try as much as possible to look after our mental health, especially we are Nigerians and we know how hard the country is, is for everybody. Let us try as much as possible to give our time to only things that are necessary and things that will not drain us of the little energy that we are trying to work, that we are trying to give out. I hope you gained something from this session and I really appreciate you for coming and listening to me. So I am going to um, make everyone, uh, I'm going to make it uh, possible for everyone to speak so that you can ask questions if you have any. Thank you so much. If there are any questions, please speak up, please. If you have a question, you are free to ask. If, if you have questions, you are free to ask your questions. If you have questions, you are free to ask your questions. Or if you have any comment to give, please feel free to give your comments. If you have any question, please ask your questions before I um, actually put an end to the live no, session. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, I've been network has been now. Thank you for the for the tips, the enlightenment, and the things you have been sharing with us since you started. I believe because of network. As in, I've been kind of getting pissed off of the network. I want to put the customer PX service after this class, inshallah. So my my question is, is um, my kind of question or comment is that you highlighted cementing, content writing, the CTA, having this, you know, this rapport with our customers. Like the yes. popular saying that, yes, customer is always right. Okay. When do we have the seller is always right? To? There are sometimes that some customers are actually impertinent, and they have this audacity that yes, I'm always right, even even though most times they are always wrong. So in this case, your AI has to come here. Your emotion emotion intelligence has to come a little that this person is my customer. So there was a day a customer, like I want to give an example. A customer I didn't know from nowhere, from Adam, just said, sir, I want this and I want it delivered in three days. I was like, you are just mentioning this thing to me. I'm in Lagos, you are in Badon. And he said he wanted the exact time, and, you know, the exact stuff, and it's more sent to Ibadan. I was like, 
and have other things doing there are so many customers and the way he approached me i did this person i never knew and how would like you know there are different ways humans react and there's a way you two have to react so i was calm i had to look for the same frame i didn't get the frame i have to be very blunt with the customer that i can't get this exact thing for him but i'll make the design the same i showed the customer okay. that these are the so i went to the place i used to sorry i'll, I'll be very fast i went to this place i used to do the frames i tell them please tell me what you have i'll quickly tell this person because this person like giving me three days and i want to offer the service i want to offer the service and you are going to pay me and i put other conditions today so i told the person he was like okay i don't like it he was as in, he was shouting Customer, you don't know from anywhere, but this person is shouting. Shouting. So I, in, to cut it short, I had a delay with driver delivering it too, but I made sure I made with the this. How we add such customers? They are not knowing for see. You don't have any rapport, but it just so ah, I like your products. It's like I want it as in I want the same and I want it as quick. How we add such products? See, I have to cut it short because I don't want to waste time. Okay. So can you just reframe your question for five seconds? Just drop your question again. As in how oh as in how you relate with customer? You know, I said customer is always yes. right. Yes, yes. In this case, that customer was, was actually shouting on you. Okay. And in this case, you are calm. How are you going to react back in this kind of scenario? Okay, thank as you. You know, that, one of the things we need to um um ascertain is that it is true that people do say that customers are always right the same way customers are always right is the same way the marketer or the business owner is also right and it is important for us to know that we are all humans it is important for us to know that most of the time what happens is more like a bypassing or miscommunication so your customer at that time when he was shouting, he might actually be in a particular mood that was not pleasant to him at all. Something might have actually happened that triggered his reaction. If he gets to calm himself down later on, he might even regret it, or he might even come to regret it that he spoke to you with such a harsh voice. So as a business owner, what is expected of you to do at that time, even if you are right, is to try as much as possible to control yourself and keep telling the person, I am very sorry, sir. I'm very sorry, man. We are going to look into this, sir. We are going to look into this, man. I do not think there has ever been a time, I do not think there has ever been a time I raised my voice at a customer. The only thing I would do, the only thing I do most of the time is to actually keep short till the customer finishes talking, finishes saying whatever he wants to say. And after that, I'll ask the question, how do we move from here? How would you like us to continue with this discussion? How would you want me to come in to help you, sir? How would you want me to um, uh, find solution to this current problem? So I ask them questions like that, just to, what, just to calm them down. At times, I do tell them that I acknowledge that I'm at fault, and I acknowledge that you are the customer, and I am saddled with, with the duty of seeing, to, seeing that you are totally pleased. So how do you want me to help you? How do you think? We can we can make this right. That's the basic questions. Always ask questions like that. Do not exchange what fire for fire. And I hope if we are able to control ourselves to that extent, we are going to find it very easy dealing with customers outburst. Thank you so much for your question.
Any other question? Okay, okay. As a, as a student entrepreneur, considering loads of works and assignments, how can we effortlessly show up on all social media platforms? The advice I would give to students who are also entrepreneurs is that if you want to consistently show up on social media platform, there's something called content calendar. There's something called what content calendar. You have to plan your content. Have a content calendar. What do you want to post throughout the month of September, for example? Find a place to work, to write those things. Then try as much as possible to dedicate one hour of your time every day. One hour that you will be less distracted. That one hour you are not going to use social media. That one hour you are not going to use it to see any friend. The whole of that one hour you are using it to plan your content. For example, if what you have for for the third of uh, September is to post a story, a, a story about a particular review that your customer gave you, or a story about a particular delivery that you made, you are going to use that one hour to sit down and write the content for that you are going to post for the next five days. Note that you are not going to be posting different content. The same content you post on WhatsApp is the same one you are going to post on Facebook, the same one you are going to post on Instagram, on LinkedIn, or Twitter, only that you are posting them to what? To different audience. You are reaching for different audiences with your what? With your content. So when you have a content calendar, when you share, when you schedule your content, when you give your time to sit down and plan your content ahead, you are going to find it very, very easy. To what you are going to find it very easy to show up on social media consistently the only thing that you will do is to just find a document maybe you type all your content in a microsoft Word document and whenever you are ready to post you just copy you paste and you attach what the right picture because even as students we all know that even as students there are times when we are not doing anything we just want to what we just want to we just want to have fun we just want to flex we just don't want anything to disturb us so it's not as if all our time is taken by studies, no. So one hour of your time every day, or one hour of your time three times in a week, dedicated to your content and make sure that you, work, that you properly plan the content that you have for that particular month. So if you are dedicating one hour of your time three days, multiply three by four, that is three multiplied by four. So that means you'll be having like 12 hours to be planning your content every month. I believe that if you are using 12 hours to plan your content, you are not going to find it very hard at all to show up consistently on social media. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so another question. Whenever other people repost link and flyers, some customers will click on it and they will be welcomed that they won't reply the chat anymore. No matter how you try to show consistency in relating with them, looking like they don't have anything to buy. How can we relate to this type of people, sir? Okay. Yes, there are people like that who click on flyers, who click on links. You know, we have several type of people on social media. There are people who are just curious. They just want to see what is going on in a particular link. Not that they are really interested in your product or service. Someone who is interested in your product will further the conversation. Even if they will no longer buy, even if probably your price pushed them away or something. Those kind of people, you can still build a relationship with them by just telling them that they should save your contact. That you keep them updated about your words, about your service. But those who are going to click the link, you welcome them to your to your WhatsApp inbox, for example, and they just ghost on you without replying at all. 
what you are going to do is to keep dropping messages for them. Just keep dropping messages for them. That is the only thing I will. I have people like that on my list. Till this very day, they are still not replying messages. Some of them will read it. Some of them will not read it. Just know that it is not everybody that you are going to or that you are going to sell to. Not everybody are your audience. Some people are just curious. They do not have anything to buy. They they are not even interested in any products or in any service. They just want to know what is going on in people's life. We have people like that. So don't do not bother yourself with them. They are. You cannot, we cannot even refer to them. You know, we have three types of uh, of audience. We have cold audience, we have warm audience, and we have hot audience. This type of people cannot even be regarded as cold audience. You can call them frozen audience. There are people who are not even interested in you and what you do at all. When they keep seeing your messages, and they do not reply. So the most important thing that you need to do is just, if you have their time, keep messaging them and be changing the format of the message. Maybe someday they will find their time and they will give you a, a befitting reply. Thank you for the question. Any other question, please? Any other question? Do not forget to click the link and drop review regarding the class. Thank you so much. Any other question before? Okay. Any other question, please? Walikum salam. Ah, alaikum. Walikum salam. Um, um, thank you very much for this. Yeah, you are welcome. I can't hear you again, sir. Hello, good evening, I'm well done. You are welcome. Thank you so much. I don't I really I don't have a question. I just want to appreciate you for being impactful. More blessings for you. Thank you. You are highly appreciated. You are welcome. Thanks so much for uh, dedicating your time to listening. You're welcome, sir. Have a beautiful night. And you too, man. Thank you so much. Okay, I believe um, there is that people are done. Okay, let me let me treat this question and we'll be done for the night. Um, the advice I will give to an entrepreneur who is just starting is that they should not be in a hurry to make it. It is as simple as that. Do not be in a hurry to um, make sales because you find it very, very hard to make your first 10 sales in the first place. But when you start, when you make your first 10 sales, other things are going to come very easy. Just know that the only way you can beat those who are already in the game is when you do what they are doing, is when you replicate whatever it is that they are doing. I am not talking about copying them. I'm talking about replicating whatever it is they are doing. As an entrepreneur is just starting out, get a good graphic designer to work on your flyer for you. Make a flyer that will be so enticing that people will not but comment on the beauty of the flyer. Make sure that your products are genuine products and original products. Do not settle for less. Do not sell anything inferior at all, at all. Do not sell any inferior product. And most importantly, your content are what is going to sell your business. And as an entrepreneur, is just starting. 
you are a female the question the person has asking this, this question is a female and females are particularly known with being able to express themselves so as a business owner you have to tell you have to be able to tell stories when you upload a picture of your product when you upload the video of your product on your status or your facebook timeline make sure you tell beautiful stories don't just put the picture there and leave no say something that will trigger people to want to drop a comment and when people drop a comment appreciate them from for dropping the comments and ask them if you if they will be in need of any of your products or any of your services so as a business owner who is just starting out just watch what others are doing and try as much as possible to replicate whatever it is they are doing do not be in a hurry because the business world is is vast it is large enough for everyone to have their own share of the money but you only have your own share of the money if you are not in your hurry you only have your own share of the money if you understand that entrepreneurship is a very hard and lonely journey and the only way you can make it worthwhile is by being happy with what you do by being passionate about what you do and by being hopeful that you are not going to make sales every day that you are not going to get customers every day but as long as you continue to let people know that you are in business and as long as you continue to give people premium products for their money you are definitely going to what you are definitely going to keep yourself in business and be able to sustain your business till the very end of time. I hope you find that useful, Ma. So I suppose that is, I, I, I would like to um, end the class now, since the last question just came in. So if there's any other question again, um i would so much appreciate it and i'll be treating the question with a voice note instead of this uh, live session that we are currently having so do not forget if you are yet to drop a review about the class please click the link click the facebook link and try as much as possible to drop your review about the session so that is all for the session i do not have anything to sell to you I am only passionate about giving people value. I am only passionate about helping fellow business owners. I'm only passionate about seeing people becoming better at whatever it is they are doing. So if you want to link up with me, if you now have my contact, I, you can search for my name on Facebook, Shewa Abusalam Aladudo on Facebook. I am on Instagram with Aladudo at Aladudo Abusalam. My name written all together. And um, I really thank you so much for listening for dedicating an hour and half of your time for listening to this live um session and i totally um, i totally appreciate you for your time and i would like to end with the fact that we should always remember yet again that entrepreneurship is a very hard and lonely journey what will keep what, what is going to keep us going is our passion what is going to keep us going is our zeal to create what to create an empire and not a business that is going to find to to fetch us breakfast lunch and dinner okay uh, nana for yes yes i'm going to share you a template for the content calendar at once i put an end to this um voice chat i'm going to send it to you i wish you all a lovely night rest and thank you so much for coming